Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Danny Greer, Director of Marketing at Close, a CRM built for sales teams. Danny, hello. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks, Jeremy. It's good to be here. So now the CRM business is a pretty crowded space. And you told me when we talked just a few days ago that one of the ways that you guys stand out is through your content marketing and specifically by having a voice, like a very particular voice and voicing strong opinions about sales. And you do this through your blogs, webinars, and other channels. So how would you describe that tone, like your tone of voice? Sure. Um, our business was founded by folks um, with years of sales experience. So they, from that, they saw an opportunity to radically improve the CRM, you know, in the overall sales process for, for their team and for other teams. And so we know our customers and our audience because we were not too long ago in their shoes and their same shoes. And our audience is short on time and they are, and most work in really fast moving uh, work environments. And above all, they're looking to improve their sales and their sales process. So we strive to keep our brand voice in a tone that resonates best with that gregarious, I want to kick ass and make money and grow uh, sales persona or the sales audience that we've got. And really, when you boil that down, with that in mind, we can boil it down to really just a couple high level points and how that translates into our overall voice and tone. And so... I think number one is be direct. So we try to keep things simple, you know, not a lot of fluffy language. What, try to say things in as few words as possible to get the point across. Number two would be to be human. I think that a lot of brands miss that point. And so I think, you know, we don't hold back on personality. Uh, we let that kind of shine through in our marketing, especially our content marketing. And then lastly, talking about the brand voice, I would say is to be bold and be confident be decisive. And so those three things are really kind of the tenets of our overall brand voice at close. Okay. Give me an example of what that looks like. Sure. You know, I think that when we talk, when we write in our blog, like we do not, we don't uh, dance around topics that may be uncomfortable for folks. I mean, I think we try to be very direct. We use you know, not a lot of company blogs may even use some of the colorful language that we have, you know, on our blog. But if that's what it takes to convey the point most effectively, then that's what we do. So really, we just try to keep things as simple and clear across all of our marketing properties. So what's an example of like a topic you guys have written about recently that you sort you know, voiced an opinion on? Sure. I mean, I think really the overall sales process, and I'm, I'd love to chat more about just, you know, having an opinion and what that means for a brand, because I think that that's something that is, is unique to close, especially in our space, but really the overall sales process and the best way to do sales, the best way to approach sales. We really have a strong opinion about that uh, in every aspect of the sales process. And um, we convey that in our blog content on our website, yeah. you know, even within our product. So, you know, a lot of companies, a lot of blogs come across as pretty neutral, almost kind of deliberately sure. avoiding having a very particular tone of voice or, you know, point of view. And so what is your guys' reason for not doing that and for very specifically being opinionated, taking a stand? What's the strategy there? Sure. 
Good question. So we've taken an opinionated approach first off and how we designed our software. And um, really, you know, our software is opinionated in the way it facilitates the sales process. So it's only natural then that our content and our marketing would follow suit, aka we believe that this is the best way to sell. If you buy into that, we also provide the software that facilitates everything that we've been preaching and everything that we've been sharing with our audience. Um, you know, it kind of summarizes the the philosophy behind this or the strategy is I read a, a tweet from Aaron Levy, the CEO of box.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And he said something along the lines that, uh, you know, software used to be about making work more efficient, but today software has the opportunity to really transform the work itself. And so mm-hmm. that's essentially the opportunity, opportunity that we're going after at close our product, um, our marketing, our content, everything is aligned with that same opinionated approach to selling. Um, and when it comes to marketing specifically, you know, I think having a strong opinion is how companies can differentiate themselves in whatever market they're in. Uh, we're providing concrete, actionable advice that solves problems for our users, that makes them you know, better at their jobs, that improves their life. And as a company that's been around for nearly 10 years, but still very lean and very connected to its customers, I think that we're uniquely positioned to have and to share such opinions. Um, I think that honestly, having opinions elevates the quality of our content. It makes it more interesting for our audience. We're able to share best tips, best practices, uh, and back them up with real world experience and real stories uh, that give those opinions more context. So this also gives an opportunity to showcase the great work that our customers are doing as well mm-hmm. and really like make our customers the sales, hero of, the sales heroes of those stories that we're telling. So, so now, of course, one risk of being opinionated is that you can risk alienating people who don't agree with you, who have a different opinion, right? And especially these days when saying the wrong thing can get you in trouble, you know, and, and, and and you wouldn't think that would happen in like sales blog, but who knows? So how do you guys calibrate that? You know, sort of the, the, all the, the benefits as you just, as you've just been describing of being opinionated helps set you apart. How do you calibrate that against the risk of, well, we might be kind of alienating this group of people who don't agree with us? Sure. I mean, we speak from our own experience. So I think it'd be hard for anyone to place fault on that. It's not political. It's not, it's not a moral issue or a social issue. It's sales. Our audience seeks our content because they're looking for answers. They want to improve their own approach to sales. And this really runs uh, the gamut. You know, anything and everything that's sales related from you know, early prospecting for new business to building a sales team to addressing prospect objections, getting deals closed. You know, I believe that we're doing them the best service we can by deli- by not delivering really like tepid advice or just common knowledge. And so we may not have the same answer as everyone else on the best way to do A, B, or C. But what we're sharing has worked well for us. And we hear from our customers that it is working well for them. Mm-hmm. So that's really, to me, that's really all that matters, you know, and, and the other thing too, I, I think that's worth mentioning, Jeremy, is that, you know, it, it really, we welcome this, you know, any conversation and engagement that comes out of that opinionated sales approach. So I think if any company is, you know, averse to drumming up that kind of interaction with their audience, then in my mind, that really lacks, that shows a lack of like confidence or experience in their industry. So we, we love to hear from folks that have maybe have differing, differing opinions or, you know, just, that's just all part of learning, you know, just 
what are they, what are other folks doing and how are they addressing it? And over time we, you know, have, you know, optimized our own viewpoint, our own opinions based off that. Yeah. Okay. That makes total sense. I mean, and it sounds to me, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, like part of the strategy here is to actually generate conversation, which usually happens when you put forth an idea and then people chime in. And if everyone is just like, yeah, I totally agree. That's not very interesting. Usually a conversation is, oh, well, what about this? Or I thought of this. And it doesn't have to be, there doesn't have to be animosity. It can be a genuine exploration of ideas. But it only really happens when someone takes the first step, like you guys are, to say, here's what exactly. we think. Exactly. You know, I think that information, you know, information by itself is not nearly as valuable as information, it, an expert's interpretation of that information. And so, you know, it would be a whole heck of a lot easier and faster for us just to go out and create generic content without a viewpoint. But that really, you know, that doesn't, in my mind, that user experience, that the audience experience, you know, is not as rich because it puts the onus on them to wade through the information, find out what, you know, what resonates with them. What we're doing is really creating, you know, the fastest point A to point B and giving folks actionable information that they can use quickly. And sometimes, yeah, sure. Sometimes it may be different than things they've heard in the past, um, but we're all ears if that's the case. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I mean, you know, this podcast is called Engage Your Tribe. And it's sort of all about how do you engage people to not just be passive, but to have, you know, some kind of exchange with you. And this sounds like a really good way of doing that, because over time, you're putting out ideas, and you sort of build up a community of people who are interested in these ideas, and that don't necessarily 100% agree with everything you say, but value you because you're not afraid to put those things out and you're like creative and you have thoughts and you put them out there and you're willing to mix it up a little bit. Exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly the position that we want to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's smart because otherwise it's a little boring. It can be a little boring. Like, you know, there's so much stu- sales stuff out there. So many blogs, so many podcasts and a lot of them sound the same, you know, it's the same stuff over and over. And when you come across something that's like, oh, okay, this is a pretty, th- these, these folks have a certain way of thinking about this and they're not afraid to say it. There can be a lot of marketing power in that. I, I think so. And I think that, you know, as a company, we're 50 people total. We are not a startup that Close has been around for 10 years. But, you know, I think because, you know, we are so, we are still a rather lean team and so connected to our customers mm-hmm. that, you know, we are in a unique position to be able to share this advice, field this advice from our, you know, field these tips and things from our customers. I have, you know, I lead the marketing team at close and have customer calls all the time and, and hearing how other folks are doing things and take and taking that and then incorporating that into our marketing. I mean, everyone benefits. Absolutely. So what would be your advice for a marketing team that, you know, wants to follow in your lead to say, you know, our, our content's too bland we want to be a little more opinionated. What's the, what's kind of the first step down that path? Sure. You know, I, I think that your audience or, you know, your customers, they, they really don't care about opinions unless you've got the expertise to back it up. Um, so I really think that you, it's important in order for this strategy to work, you really need internal experts to execute it. Otherwise you run the risk that it could you know, hurt you more than it could help you. And especially I think that holds true on the content marketing front. 
I see too many companies going out, hiring generic content writers. You know, there's all these uh, services and agencies where they crank out, they can crank out content on any topic, but they really don't have any true knowledge or expertise in any one topic. And for me personally, that's where my BS meter starts to go off. Hmm. And I think, you know, the audience probably as well, and they can really sniff that out if they, if they are, you know, active, you know, working salesperson, they can surely tell when someone's talking about sales and they don't know what they're talking about. So, you know, I, I think that you can always improve people's copy. You can hire an editor. You can, you know, you can always do that. But what you can't do is you can't give some, gift someone the experience, the real world experience, for instance, in sales or a passion about whatever industry that you're in. So my advice is to look for experts. Don't look necessarily for writers if on the content side of things. You know, the other thing, you know, when you're doing that, I would say that there's a lot of ways you could go about that. Um, you know, one thing I always look for is who is making a name for themselves in the vertical that we're in. You know, maybe they're active on LinkedIn. You know, they're drumming up a lot of engagement on their own. Maybe they've got a steady following on Medium. You know, those would be the folks that I would want on my marketing team. They can speak from experience. They can better relate to the customers. And, you know, an added bonus is they may already have some industry clout which they can use then to evangelize the brand, evangelize the product if they come on. You know, I also think, Jeremy, that marketing can't, you know, if you're going to have an opinionated approach, it can't just be marketing's opinionated approach. It can't just come out of a vacuum. I think these these opinions should be shared and really built, encapsulated, whatever, company-wide throughout the business. And I think every business unit can utilize, you know, that opinionated viewpoint in their own way. I mean, just for instance, like if you look at, you know, product, you know, if they have an opinionated approach, that should inform what features get prioritized, why a product is designed, should be designed the way it is, the product workflow for customer success or support. You know, you want to make sure that the answers that you're giving are aligned with the opinion and they're consistent across, you know, every customer success rep, every support rep, you know, for sales, how do you take, you know, you can take that differentiated opinion and use that as a unique selling proposition when you're going out and talking to clients. And then obviously for marketing is everything we just talked about today. But I do think that it's, you know, it should be owned by everyone and it really should, you know, the entire company should be aligned on what that opinion, you know, opinionated approach is. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, I would think too that opinions that really break through and sort of get attention and generate discussion, there has to be some element there that there's something new you're bringing to the table. You have some insight based on your expertise, based on your experience that you're, that you're adding to the ongoing conversation. In other words, you're not just echoing an opinion that everyone already shares or that's been out there for a while and you're just kind of catching up to it. You know, at least that's yeah, what I would think. Exactly. Am I on the right? And do you agree? No, I think that's true. I mean, it's not. It's 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 common knowledge. Then, if it's not if it's not something unique, it's not an opinion. It would just be common sense. Or yeah. so. Yes, I do fully agree with that. Like then, there, then there's no risk to it at all. You're just being like, I there's agree. No I it. me too. I agree with that thing that everyone said exactly. a million times. It has to be a little bit like everyone's zigging. We're we're going to zag over here. Here's why. Or, you know, exactly. here's what we've learned. Yeah. And you have to be in there. You have to be willing to, to go there. And like you say, do it with confidence and be able to back it up, you know, without bullshitting, not doing it just to get attention. But like, we really believe this. And here's why. 
we really believe this and we have, you know, built our product to, you know, to facilitate this. That's how much we believe in it. And so, you know, it's really, it not only is great for, I think having this opinionated approach, opinionated approach is great for the brand, but it does so much though for, for customer retention as well as just, you know, acquiring new customers. And if you can teach, if you can teach, educate folks on, the best way to do X and you're providing, you know, the solution to facilitate that, like, you know, especially on the software side of things, but really that would pertain to any product. I mean, that those two things marry up really, really well together and support mm-hmm. each other. And so I think, you know, that's why I think it's just important. It has to go, has to run through the entire company and everybody has to be on board and, yeah. and really use that, use that as a North star to, to guide some decision-making that happens on, in different teams within the company. Yeah, because th- then it's not just a tactic that you're employing. It's it's more organic than that. It's like, this is who we are. Correct. Yeah. And everything is flowing out of our collective experience. And I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about authenticity in marketing, right? Especially sure. these days, you have to be authentic. What does that actually mean? And it strikes me that a lot of what you're talking about is kind of what we mean when we talk about authenticity. It means saying stuff that you really believe, not just as a marketing tactic or a ploy, not just the latest thing that you're trying out, but you know, this is at the heart of who we are and what we believe and what we do. And not everyone's going to agree, but there it is. It's real. Exactly. You know, and I think going back to that point of hiring experts, you know, and hiring folks that are already well-versed in your industry, I think is that's necessary in order to make that authenticity real and like make that actually resonate with the audience. So that's something I can't, I just can't push hard enough. I just see so many companies going out, you know, they're, we want to scale up our content program. Let's go out and hire an agency to crank out all these posts for us. And that in my mind, you're, you're kind of missing the entire point. You know, really it's like, you've got to have experts on, feel like you've got to have experts on staff or on contract or whoever it is, or, or even, you know, interviewing experts in the industry and then using that in your marketing materials. That to me is, is the missing link a lot of times, you know, to really convey true authenticity because yeah. you've got the experience, you've got the expertise to kind of back that up. Yeah. Right. That way you might get volume, but it's like a mile wide and inch deep and there's limited right. value there. For There's sure. limited value for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Danny, thank you so much for a great conversation. Great insights. Thank I you, Jeremy. It. Appreciate it. And I would, my email is danny at close.com. If anyone has any of their own opinions about opinionated marketing, please email me. I love to talk about this and I'm always looking for ways to uh, better our own approach. So thanks awesome. for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.